Soundbites Radio is your source for candid discussion aimed to create a world that's inclusive, spiritually connected, living in love, peace, joy, harmony, and abundance now. Content ranges from social justice to racial equity, religion, arts, culture, and more. Family, peace and blessings. This is South Bites International Radio. Black consciousness is the claim. The world is the aim. You already know what it is. Bringing you the conversations pertinent to our diasporic landscape to help heal us and guide us to a better 
tomorrow um, in human condition. I'm Hasir Ka Nefera. This is Nefera. Nefera Yes, indeed. <laughs> um, so, uh, peace and blessings. It is July. When month six of Jumanji, I mean, uh, 2020. Jumanji, wow. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so we're, we're looking at a lot of different things that's been taking place um, this month. Excuse me, not this month, but um, really In this, general landscape. This year, um, this Ooh. landscape. You know, we've had a lot going on with between COVID, between, you know, social protests um, in the name of black lives across the globe, what, what is being held, held as the, uh, the largest movement um, civil, civil rights movement in history, um, given that there's been a global response. And we probably, and I'm sure we could pretty much attribute that a lot to the reality is that, you know, COVID has kept us, a lot of us at home, which means that it, in a lot of instances, it, it's meant keeping a lot of people with themselves um, yes. to kind of process things that are happening. And maybe it's watching the news and binging on TV or whatever the case may be. But it's, le it's, it's left a lot, social media, it's left a lot to be in the space where people are kind of forced to deal with um, and forced to really see. Uh, and and it, it's it's kind of interesting how things lined up. There's been a, obviously a lot of unfortunate pain um, and tragedy that's gone along with the COVID pandemic and, and the rapid rate at which is, you know, infected people and taking lives. And, you know, the fact that it's still novel, we still don't know exactly what it means or what it is, excuse me, mm. what it is. Um, and, it, you know, things change from day to day. Information changes day to day. Some real, some fake, some confused, some contradictory. Um, and we, we've dealt with that. But one of the things that's kind of, in a weird sense, been the uh, highlight, so to speak, is that it's allowed people to see the world in, a, in, in the way that they probably haven't seen it before. It's allowed white people to see um, what they probably already known, but just really didn't want to have to see. But um, to see what's been taking place in, the, mm -hmm. in black communities, um, particularly in America, but really across the globe, the diasporic landscape of what's been taking place. Um, so a lot of that has been going on. It's been kind of forced the world to kind of see where we are as Americans, because um, there also is a global perception of the black American, um, you know, how we're perceived, uh, whether it's our skill, our intellect, or, you know, whatever, the, whatever it is we're being forced to the forefront now of what's been going on and, you know, the the biased nature in which we're dying and the rates at which we're dying at the hands of white supremacy. And white, and also being clear <coughs> on our end, which is what we're going to talk a little bit about today, is also is being clear on our end as a community, as an African community, in, you know, in the, the marginalized spaces that we've been placed by virtue of redlining and other, you know, oppressive forces that have taken place over the, over the decades. Um, dealing with something that's always been an annoying topic to me, but as nuanced in how we talk about it is black, the, the black violence or the violence in our communities that take place amongst us, mm -hmm. right? And, and it, it, it begs to, un, to look at the systemic root of the issues that creates the circumstances for these things to take place, mm -hmm. right? Because um, we're just not supposed to talk about it enough. We're very top surface about this conversation around what quote unquote black on black crime, black on black crime looks like. Um, especially when it's used as a response to police killings and police brutality uh, or white people killing black people, right? Um, just a few things in the space we, we can touch on today. Um, just as a, as a reminder, um, for more information on what, you know, what sound bites, uh, what we have available in, in past episodes and, and streaming us on uh, our podcast, our audio podcast, you can stream us on Spotify, you can stream us on um, Apple 
podcast. Uh, we are available there. Uh, you can visit thisissoundbites.com, our website, where you can go and click right on those links. Um, you can also, um, in, if you find what, that we create value in what we do, we create value in your life with the, with what we share here on, on Sound Bites. We don't ask for money per se, but we do allow space for contributions, which we always appreciate in any size um, mm -hmm. to support the sustainability of an independently owned black operation that would being uh, what Soundbites is. So you, there is a contribute button there. Um, you can also contribute via our cash app, which is um, Soundbites Radio. Um, we are appreciative of that as well. Um, so we do we do hold space for that uh, reciprocity of, of giving to the community. Um, but but to continue like talking, I don't know if you let, let me know if you ever want to interject on any mm -hmm. of these points. Um, this is something that always hits with me. It's like, look, mm -hmm. how do we look at the whole, like, the, this black-on-black -black violence thing, situation? How do we look at BLM? And I actually saw a video last night um, of, a, of a, a gentleman who was going off. He was going off on this video on uh, BLM um, and the, the reality that there were killings taking place in um, Brownsville. At the time of the video, the killings took place the night before. Um, video more than likely was in the daytime. Um, but the killings were taking mm -hmm. place the night before. Eight people apparently were, were killed or wounded in Brownsville. And Brownsville does, you know, as a born and raised in Brownsville, it does have its hist history of, 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 of stories and narratives around violence and danger and things of that nature. Um, I am clear that there's a lot that's being done in the community to rectify that um, firsthand. So shouts out to those, you know, the Brownsville Community Justice Center and um, other operations taking place in the community to to um, rectify the issues of violence there. Um, but the brother was very upset um, at the BLM movement um, overall, given that, you know, in response to something that happens to George Floyd or someone not in, in the community, um, that we were ready to protest and, you know, do all these things towards that, but where's the protest when it comes to what's happening in our communities um, for when, when black people kill other black people in these communities? Um, and. I had to look at that, and I get, I get, I get the overall idea of, the st of stop the violence. Overall, we need to stop the violence in our communities, but we want to have a real um, strategic conversation around how we address these things, and not put still place a, a, a victimizing conversation or a um, a blame game conversation, which still ends up back on the on the, the backs of white of black people, mm -hmm. um, even from other black people. Yet, and still Every by time. saying, "Well, if you weren't over here, you were over here, but you weren't over here to stop your people," which is a constant conversation. But we need to understand what's creating those instances for these killings, for this, for the for the criminalization right. of, of black people in black communities. If we're not talking about those nuances and and how those solutions are being found, or who's working on those solutions, because there are. There are people who are working on these solutions, and we want to really be cognizant of how we're approaching these things. Well, something's happening in my community. Let me see who's in my community working on this. How can I be of contribution rather than why isn't the people over here responding to this, which was made light of by news, social media, and other media propaganda and buildup that allowed for a national viewpoint of what's been taking place versus a killing that has happened probably less than 12 hours prior to your concerns. Um, so we, but we want to look at the nuances of what's happening in our communities and how we actually can take action versus looking at or pointing a finger at who should be taking action. Right. Because there are people taking action. There are organizations in, in these communities and varying communities taking action. And a lot of times the challenges that they face is not only how they're supporting the community themselves, but when there's people that have an issue but they don't reach out to these organizations. Mm -hmm. How can you how can you properly see, uh, see receive a remedy to what's happening in the hood 
if you're constantly blaming the hood and not looking at the actual solutions that already exist in the hood, looking to see if there's solutions in the hood. So we, ha we, we have to be more cognizant on what we're doing and the self-efficacy we're creating and how we're, we're operating and holding our people accountable in, in the sense of, let me see how I can be of support to my community first. Versus like, well, these people ain't doing something, so this mm. community is fucked up, and this, this, and that. These little bastards and things that all oh, the stuff is Lord. being touted around. Yes, around your people still, despite the fact that these people are sick. Essentially, our people are dealing with a sickness and ailment that is called white supremacy mm -hmm. and oppression, and by result, they lash out in these and ways. It looks like mm -hmm. criminality. Mm -hmm. It looks like you know robbing and stealing from your from your family. Or selling drugs to your family. It looks like killing people that you know you don't value their life. Why? Because white supremacy has told you that black life doesn't oh, matter to you. Right. They can esteem from by uh, Dr. Joy DeGroote, mm -hmm. so post-traumatic slave mm -hmm. syndrome. You know, looking at the all these nuanced pieces, we're bro we're on a broad perspective, not having these nuanced conversations around our Africanness and our blackness in our communities, and it, and it needs to start. It's not your, your conversation around betterment isn't just I got a better paying job and I moved out of this community. You want to look at the nuanced conversation has the community be that way. What's the root cause? And how do we re rectify that? And who are we working with to rectify that? Escapism doesn't books? work either, though. Right, exactly. Escapism, doesn't, escapism doesn't, work. doesn't work either. Never does. Right. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. No, I'm just. No, it generally creates a lot of um, this whole, you know, escapism reality. Oh, you know, it creates a lot of, you know, people can tap, tap dance and they can try to force the narrative. And they usually do for as long as they possibly can mm -hmm. until this hollowing out of this spirit. But see, this is something that African people, I, I realize that, you know, because I'm constantly in this space of spinning these things around and trying to find the solutions that we need in order to be liberated in a way that's authentic, in a way that we get to stand in our powerful space here at Soundbites, we insist that you be the leader. You be the difference that's different. Mm -hmm. Don't look for a leader. Right. Do your, do your, don't look for no leader because let me tell you something. These folks, you know, few have, many are called, few are chosen. You know, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory. Understand extracting. So I'm, I'm supporting um, helping people to understand how to extract the, the useful information and to see the truthful information mm. and how to tune up your own personal intuitive discernment and how to, you know, be able to look at the experiences so that we can be in action as a collective because these folks keep looking for leadership, man. You're going you're gonna to be disappointed, man, I'm here. I'm telling you because the dynamic of this white supremacist system is it's so ever-changing Neely Fuller said that the system will consistently refine itself. Mm -hmm. We're not processing fast enough in groups. We could. This is what we've been trying to say, guys. If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Right. We could actually come together as a and, and with the right type of insight, you know, outside of the matrix. Because I also realize that some of these spaces where we come together, we're coming together within these walls. Which right. also, which which I then also look at and be like, dang. There's so much talent in this space. There's so much insight in this space, but they're still functioning from within the matrix. Mm. And the master's tools will never dismantle the master's house. So you need the right type of intuitive discernment, the type of uh, infusion of divine spirit in order to see through these things mm. because we constantly get caught up in these hooks and, and he's grabbing these little things that really don't matter. Right. Um, and then we getting caught up in these ego issues and people trying to, and all the healing that's actually happened is happening while we're finding solutions. He 
healing is still taking place. Right. Purging is still taking place. There are so many dynamics. This is why we don't talk about this SWOT analysis, strength, weakness, opportunities, and threats. We talk about this SWOT analysis because it's so imp- it's so necessary for us to understand where can we strengthen ourselves? What are the opportunities? What is, what is weakening us? What is threatening us? We need to know this, and there's a lot of conversations that we don't want to have. Right. And then, you know, we're also inside of white center consciousness as a whole. This, the like air to breathe. You can't smell it. You don't see it. You know, it's just, but it's there. Right. Right. It, it's there. You've been getting air to breathe since you were born. Did you ever see it? I've never seen it. Unless you see a tornado, you must see a manifestation of air present. Mm-hmm. You smell a fragrance. You know, um, that that's it. And your sense is going to play your senses go into play your five i believe you have six senses go into play but white supremacist system is in this space like air to breathe you've not because of the way that they've saturated the space mm. by the virtue of how this thing manifests in our functions and our living experience it's unavoidable people don't want to hear that white people definitely don't want to hear that because mm-hmm. black people, African people, are having the problems that they are having because of whiteness. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because of whiteness, Africans are having the issue that they are having. And then white people want to take it on as a personal conversation, a personal attack, instead of looking at that circumstance the same way they look at anything else. The same way that white women's insecurity and we assess that white women were feeling some kind of way about black women's allure and how, you know, their butts and their lips and their skin tones, and mm. you created a mechanism to combat that by doing tanning beds, right. by coming up with lip injections, right. by coming Botox up with and... butt injections, by coming up with liposuctions. All of those things were in response to a problem, a situation that arrived for white people in their demographic. A perceived problem. A perceived issue that they were having within their situation, Right. So you created these things. So create the same type of function. Look at the society the same way. Oh, white women get a little insecure about their little um, crow's feet and, and they're, you know, and they get the Botox. So, so, okay, good. That's wonderful. So look at this situation the same way you looked at that situation. If that, because white women have no problem going down. You know, it was a thing. I was talking to my girl some years ago, and it's like when you get 18, going to get a, a, a boob job is like common knowledge in certain circles. That's like a thing. When you get 18, you go get your boob job. You know, you go get you your collagen you injections. You, yeah. you get your um, you get your what do you call them? You get your um, your highlights, girl. Let me tell you, because I lived in Nashville, Tennessee for several years, and I was generally the only color in the space. And a lot of time, my son and I. So I have a lot of experience in certain spaces and places, and having certain type of authentic types of conversations. So if we, if, if white people can have the issue to be able to look at that that way. They should be able to look at this situation as happening with African people the same way, mm. right? But the fact that they're they, they make it, you know, and I'm listening to the you know Dr. Philip uh, Professor Phil, Professor Philip Matthews today on the Shock Show, the Philip Matthews Shock Show today, and he's talking to the brother Brandon Jones. He's like, yeah, you know, white folks start crying, and then all of a sudden black folks start welling up. And, oh, don't worry about it, Karen. You know, you did good, Karen. Don't worry about it, girl. You go ahead and do your thing. Y'all better stop fucking with Karen. Really? You come into a Karen, and, you know, I got my sister over here who crying for the death of her brother at the hands of the police. Right. Right? So what's happening with you? Like, where you are in this conversation? I'm the mother of an African son. 
right? I have to be concerned with where my son going, who he interacted with. And then because of the way that white supremacy is the air to breathe, I also got to be concerned who is my son interacting with? What did their parents teach their kids? And did their parents infuse their children with the dynamic perspective that I've infused my son with? Because they have it. Because African people are still in denial about the reality that is facing us as a community. African people are having a healing conversation and white-centered people are having a uh, white cultural experience. They can lie to you, they can tell you whatever they want to tell you. I had a woman tell me this week, you know, don't talk about race because it's going to undermine your cause. Yeah, I know. White people who have privilege to whiteness will want to take whiteness off the table because they don't want to have to deal with it. But they'll rather talk about the symptoms, which in my opinion are a waste of time because unless you get to the root cause, what happens with perennials is they grow back next year. Mm. I hear gardening. I okay. hear gardening reference. Al, yeah. Family, check in with us. You know, we here with you. Mm. Put your comments down below. Share the yeah. link. Join the conversation. What's our experiences today? And how are we advocated for ourselves? What's happening Absolutely. with our family? Yeah, we're talking about um, you know, how we essentially how we processing our, our human condition as it currently mm-hmm. stands, looking at the current landscape um, of America, of the globe, mm-hmm. right? Because as I said, as I said, the globe is on the is on the, the forefront. They're watching us now. We're on Front Street. Um, there's a momentum there, and you know we, but you know we don't want that to die. Now that there's there's actually uh, global attention to what's taking place within our communities. Um, <laughs> the, our communities. Um, how how can we how can we leverage that conversation into a way to to work towards ending racism, ending police brutality? What does that look like beyond symbolism? Um, because mm. that's one of the current things, and that's what we want to talk about as far as like not getting deterred off trajectory by um, certain acts that aren't. Um, tangible to a long game uh, transformation, right? Like, uh, you know, we, we love the, we, we, we all love it. We're enamored by the idea of murals across the country stating Black Lives Matter and things like that. Like, that's a nice sentiment, but it doesn't, it, it does zero to move the needle around actually ending racism, around actually legislating um, uh, some change around p- policing um, and, and, and proper uh, advocacy for black life, for, um, proper justice to be carried out um, it, within equity amongst people, amongst human beings, and black people are human beings. Um, and understanding we have a constitution that still has not changed the, the idea that we're all three-fifths of a human. Um, so how are we processing these conversations? How do we really get to the grid of it? Because a lot of it is Band-Aid work. A lot of it is Band-Aid work on, that, on, on buckshots um, to our faces. 90% so we want to we we really be with that. That um, you know, we, we can we can paint, right? We can march, we can protest. All these are pieces, but we want to look at the, what the long-term bigger issue is and not run away from that. Because a lot of this is, is truth in your face, and we, by and large, don't like dealing with the truths. Black Americans are not ready to deal with the truths of, like, this is the America that we're still living in in 2020. Well, this is a white Americans are, And white Americans the same. It's on a different side, different sides of the coin, but the, the average conversation now is this is this is the America that I've, I've 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 been growing up in the whole time? I thought we were post-racial. I thought all men were Man, created equal. And all, all this stuff. No, no. This is where we're at at 2020 on July 6th, 
at uh, 10 or 10 05 p.m. Eastern Standard Time is that we're still having a conversation for the like where there's there's Klansmen running around. There's white people that are happy and proud to go and kill and hate and, and commit genocide and uh, also infiltrate movements towards peace as a means to create more chaos. Why? As a power play to keep control over a situation that they've had control over for so long. Mm-hmm. Now there's an understanding of, their, of it being unhinged by this idea of diversity, whether it's in a corporate space or in the, o- the overall public landscape, a diversity and equity in opportunities for uh, superstardom opportunities for uh, for uh, judicial uh, systems, electoral systems. There's a opportunity that that leverage of power is being heavily disrupted, mm-hmm. and it's at a rapid pace that they're not willing, they're not they're, they're fearing they're not keeping up with. Right. So what's happening is is drastic measures to remove us from the space, right? And then this is, this is the actual conversations being had that we that a lot of us are not ready to really deal with. Um, but we need to because if we don't, it will persist. So there's no more band-aid work to be done, right? There's no more band-aid work to be done. We have the we have like the NFC out there now, the No Fucking Around Coalition out there. They're ready to take on energy of. of the, I'm, I guess, I'm here for them. So I'm actually here for the Not Fucking Around Coalition. Yeah. Um, I just would come in there with some sandpaper and shave off a few of their edges because. Right. Um, I would actually put an NFAC in every community of color. And I would caution African people to move away from communities where you're not the, where you're not, it's not an even desaturation. Right. Right. We got the young boy over here, Long Branch, Long Branch, Long, oh my God, Amani Kildia, um, hung from a tree. Mm. Afri- a- activists don't generally kill themselves. Just so we can, we, we all know right, this, right? Right, got work to do. We all know they re- they realize that, that activists, if you, first of all, it, wherever you came from in your soul that created the courage to be an activist is the kind of courage that would have you persevere mm-hmm. through whatever circumstance and situation it is because you can see the bigger picture. Exactly. So, Sandra Bland did not commit suicide, okay? There's no reason Um. <laughs> And Kildia Amani did not commit suicide. Now, his thing was, he was a part of a group of boys that were actually doing this kind of, you know, undercover, in, you know, allegedly police work to catch online pedophiles. Mm. And there may have been some kickback around that. And then there may be some kickback around the fact that, you know, he was adopted, he was in a community where mm. he was not an African person, very few and far between. Um, and we have that's to, we got, we, you know, this is an issue, man. This is a real issue. This illusion of inclusion was one of the worst things that jacked us up, and we still can't seem to break this habit. It's a bad habit, African. It's a bad habit. You're not getting in a better space because what you're doing is you're actually suffering escapism. Because you're not African, and you're not presently being in your African spirit and vibration in spaces like this. I've been in spaces like this. It's very difficult. It's very difficult to maintain, and it takes a lot to restore yourself in those spaces. I'm telling you. You need a regular infusion of African energy, period in order to maintain it. And I don't know how these folks are getting to think that they're just going to, oh, I want to go get my child better. You know, one sister on the phone, she's like, oh, well, you know, you go to community schools, they don't have money for this, they don't have money for that. That's because the parents are caught up with the illusion of inclusion. Because 
You know, sister say, oh, you know, you guys just do everything. Yeah, we kind of do. We do a lot of stuff. So we were not jujitsu coaches. Um, I'm not a cheerleading coach or what have you. But if the school needed a cheerleading coach, I know three people that we could call right. to do this. What we need, though, is we need parents to put $50 in the pot to provide mm. some sort of support for these coaches that we're going to bring in here from the community because they still got to pay rent and bills. They got to live. And if you want to let them move into your apartment or into your house or into your see what communities, what other communities have done to sustain themselves and build around the circumstances until they can forge forward into a different direction, we can't just say, come on, community, y'all come in here and help us do this and this and that. And then you want them to do it for free. You don't want to value right. them. Right. You don't want to put them in any position to support the efforts that they have. But then you want them to come in and do stuff. See, I'm glad for COVID. COVID has been very helpful for me because I'm not available for nobody to call me and ask me to do nothing. You know, and my heart would say, you know, I've learned to now shut down and create barriers and boundaries. But yeah, I'm kind of glad that I've had to have this opportunity to sit my butt at the home and do what I need to do for me. And you trust know, me, folks done figured out whatever they needed to figure out, they figured it out. Or they got somebody else, they conned somebody else to come in and support them for free and use them and abuse them, which is bad behaviors that we learned from the Matrix. Mm. Remember, the Matrix stole people, traded people for garbage to African leaders, something of no real value, brought them some, oh, I told black folks, y'all are too easily enamored. Like, glitter and glamour. It's called, like, shiny object syndrome. Like, get over it. And you literally bring people here to work for free for hundreds of years and then have the audacity to have a conversation when they ask you to, you know what, we checking in, we want our check. What's good? Turn around and go kill all the leaders that's talking this talk. Like, this was your response to that conversation. You know what? The jig is up. You just be like, you know what, damn, you know what, we, we had a good run. The jig is up. Pay them mm. folks. Mm. Come on, y'all. Go on and pay them folks. See, that's what, that's the game. That's street code. Grandma said, you see a fool, use a fool. Y'all got play for giving y'all people over for some freaking bells and shit and some mm. freaking fireworks. That was y'all's bag. Oh, 460 years later, they knocking. Y'all, what I check? Come on, give us our money. See, that's the street code. You've been exposed. You got busted. The caper is blown. The cover is over. Is off. Go on and hand them folks they stuff. The diabolical nature now that's trying to cloak it over and cloak it over and hide and smoke and mirrors. And now you've gotten so many different cultures of people and everybody is here with their own agendas and goals. You got all of this messy conversation. Nobody can seem to get a word in. Everybody's talking about cultural diversity. I've yet to see a true and authentic cultural diversity conversation because you're not going to be able to balance white supremacy with African liberation. It just doesn't work. They are diametrically right. opposed to one another. You cannot find a medium. There's no medium for that. There is no medium for that conversation. I don't know what African scientists that they got that they pulling this plugs on the back and telling them whatever that guy is, he is lying. Don't believe him. Or woman. It's not possible. Because if you're actually considering what's going to be supportive of the African, white folks will have to give up some shit. And they do not want to. Period. So, where are we at with this race conversation? Because for me, everything is about race. Yeah. Five-year-olds in a black doll, white doll experiment with barely enough cognitive processing already discovered that the white doll is a, is a, is a beautiful doll. The white doll is the happy doll. How did five-year-olds understand this information? 
This is what is the air to breathe that you can't see. Right. The children at five years old, all they see is like cartoons and kids shows and they see poster boards and they look at the newspaper and they walk through the house and they see mom watching the news and the little coding that's in the space, they pick up and discover that the white kids are the good kids. Mm-hmm. With their very innocent eyes and innocent concepts, this is what they arrive to. I think the sad thing is that with um, the conversation around everything being mm-hmm. about race and especially why when black people contest it, mm-hmm. um, it's really just looking at, like, not understanding, since you're not having the conversation in depth around what race looks like and what white supremacy and oppression actually looks like, mm-hmm. you're just processing the top surface level of, of, of the pain, of pain of, or, or the distrust or, mm-hmm. or the self-hate that may exist in a black community. And then what is, what is also your definition? How are you processing what success in life looks like? Whose lens are you processing in? So as long as we're processing success or betterment mm-hmm. in the eyes of someone that, that had no intention of creating that type of system for exactly. us, then there's no way you, you can actually see that there is an issue that everything actually is about race, right? When you have a, a someone like a Candace Owens or what have you, that's having a conversation, Lord. like everything doesn't have to be about race all the time. If you're a black person having that conversation, then be, do well, she realize has a white spouse. That, that, so she, it's going to be difficult for her to have a fully authentic African conversation. To really realize that you that means you if you're if you're going through your life and feel like you've attained success within the matrix is like you've got your car you've got your your house you've got your money and things are or well because you've succeeded uh, got an A plus within within the, uh, a white supremacist system do realize that you have you have also lost because you don't realize you've been inflicted with the mental illness mm-hmm. that does it, that is called the the white supremacist brain mm-hmm. and white and white center consciousness white center consciousness. For the for the African does not work, right? Everyone has their consciousness based in their their identity. So when you're losing your identity, losing yourself, then you lost. So there isn't really a, a winning within the system as an African if you're not moving within the space of an African mind. That's right. Period. An Asian mind or Chinese mind is going to be moving. It's going a Chinese to behave that way. And, and the man Korean said that he said, "I'm gonna hire a Chinese man." Right. I mean, I ain't got nothing against you, but. I'm concerned with my people and what we got going on. So yes, I'm gonna hire the Afri- the Asian man first. Right. And we talked. To, I looked at a group recently, and you know they said, well, you know, black folks are buying, you know, going to the nail salons, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And I asked in the group, so what is African people's community or cultural export? Mm. Do we know what that is? Because what we do is we sell to each other, and we've been selling to each other. We haven't actually been selling. In those markets, and those markets actually reject African people's value in those spaces mm-hmm. because white center consciousness says black people can tap dance, black people can sing and play music, black people can act and, and do the court just to tap dance, black people can be the secretary. Because why the higher you go, the wider you go. That's not right. That, that, that doesn't mean things, that because right. white, the higher you go, the wider you go. White people are obviously, obviously, right, more intelligent than African people. Right. Obviously. That's what conditioning is told. Obviously, right. This, this, was, this is the space we're living in. Because by virtue, if you look at meritocracy, because we're thinking meritocratic, so if they're up there, then they must be the best of the best. Look at freaking Trump. <laughs> you went from two African people, Ivy League degrees, allegedly the best education in the country, to this guy, who speaks like he's a third grader. He has tantrums and can't Like, stop seriously. Tweeting. Like, Really? I mean, and he's not even, you know, even in business, he wasn't even good at business. The people who worked for him were good at business. Right. 
he wasn't good at business. He positioned himself to be able to get talent of other people and exploit the talent of other people while he's the face of progress, which a lot of these folks do that. Mm-hmm. You know, we're taking advice in our space from people who have not the intellect to be able to offer that space. But African people are looking for you as an African person to get white people's stamp of approval. Mm-hmm. We're not listening to what you have to say unless white people say that you're okay. And the only way for white people to say that you're okay is you have to be having a narrative that's going to set them apart or set them above or put them ahead of you. Mm-hmm. So an African-centered conversation is not necessarily going to get the type of positioning within the matrix that a pseudo-cultural diversity and inclusion conversation is having. And like I said, white folks got to do their healing. Let them do their healing. Be careful about putting on this colorful language because white folks got a lot of colorful language. The way that they present things. I shared a video earlier today about slavery. It's presented from the prism that white people are generally used to hearing that type of information. Right. And he's got a couple of little jokes and a couple of little things and like little bell and whistles. And it's kind of like a little, little lighthearted kind of situation. I ain't got shit to laugh about. Ain't nothing lighthearted about Black it. folks is out here dying, hanging from trees. I'm sorry, bro. I ain't got nothing to laugh at. Ain't nothing funny for me. In fact, you're talking about free and they still doing that? Ain't nothing funny to me. Please. So, um, we're not having a unified conversation in that space. Right. And black people haven't developed the type of presentation that allows them in, 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 in large numbers. Because I can have, I've had this conversation very progressive and fruitful conversation and then 90% of the time it ends up being a teaching conversation because I don't expect for white people to be able to see through my lens. I don't expect for them to be able to see through my lens. I'm expecting for them to have compassion. I'm expecting for them to throw a big fit the way they threw a fit when Mike Vick went to jail for allegedly dog abuse. Like PETA. You know, what do they call it? Um, uh, extinct animals and, and things like this. Like, they going hard for stuff like this. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out where is that space where you see the unfolding of, you know, well, let's write this wrong because this happened. This wasn't really right. African people really are not subhuman. That was all game. They're really not less intelligent. That was all game. Definitely not. In fact, they're probably geniuses, the majority of them. By and large. They're just not created. We've not created a space for them to expand in the way that they do best. So within our systems, they don't really survive that well, and they don't really. But it's a key point. It's a key point. It's a key point to look at to look at that. Like you know, where is we, by and large, you're dealing with geniuses. If you have a space that cultivates that brilliance, then it's going to shine. If you're in it a always space, does. if you if your brilliance comes from a different space, like for instance, you got that like you know, you're, there's always the idea of like you, you see that thug kid at the school or whatever. Like you know, he's he's late. He's always late. He's clowning. He's mm-hmm. doing this and that, whatever, whatever. And then when you actually talk to him and find you find out he has this genius level like prodigy level intellect or he's like a pianist and he's like really good at self-teaching himself music or something like that as something that actually be that could be nurtured and in that it further nurtures their 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 processing their neural processing and and their brilliance but if you're not in a space to cultivate that meaning you meaning as an outsider creating that space whether you're a teacher or some some form of a, a, a 
Well, the, edu- the public institution like anyway, and right. the empl- exactly the employers. Right. If you're not cultivating that for those particular people, then it's not going to show up. And what you're going to see? Oh, they're dumb. Oh, they're, they're no this, good. Take it for instance. Literally, the Africans brought over. They're considered. They were considered dumb because they couldn't speak these folks' language. How about that? That's great. When they can speak their own language, they can't speak your language. So now they're considered dumb because they because you all, your mind is saying my language is the, is the dominant language. Everybody should be speaking the language. Is why you still have people talking about speak English to people that come into America and then look stupid when they go to their country and no one speaks English. Surprise! So now you're the stupid person that can't speak the language. Now you're dumb. But we don't want to. But, but that's not being processed now, is it? You know what I mean? So we want to we want to be clear, like how mm-hmm. we're not we're looking we're so top surface about everything how we process our human condition psychologically, biologically. We're not looking at the nuances that created these spaces and what it roots back to. It comes back to racism and injustice, right? Um, those social biases, white uh, white supremacist structure, systemic oppression, all those pieces all are always at the root to all of these things. Food, housing, health. Um, your your personal relationships, all like employment, wages, mm-hmm. all those things at at the root of all that economics, the root of all that being a problem for the African in America or worldwide is the root goes down to racism, systemic oppression, mm-hmm. white supremacy, those things that they were conditioned and cultivated into believing they're less than by written into documentation mm-hmm. that they're less than. A, a, a binding document that wow. still has not changed that you're less than human which means you're less than your thought process which means you're less than your brain so what do you it's what do you expect to be cultivated especially when it becomes a, ge- a, ge- a generational pattern you learn by repetition that's right Neff says repetition is the mother of all, learning. all learning I didn't say that I know you I mean you say right. you say it, I it all as, the time. as a thing yeah, yes yeah, yeah, yeah. but I, essentially the idea is that if something is repetitious enough in your mind, that becomes, it becomes muscle, a memory. muscle memory. You constantly go to the gym, you work out, your muscles are used to a certain thing. Right. They get stronger until they gotta go to the next, you gotta take it to the next level to get stronger. But right. it has repetition to get stronger. So if you're repeating cycles of hate, of self-hate um, and self-destruction right. and 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 ra- racism and hatred, what do you think is gonna happen? That's gonna get stronger in your mind and your processes, and it becomes biological. You become sick. And you pass you become, it down to your family. And you pass it down. It's DNA. I can't it's tell DNA. you how much bad stuff I have to get rid of that was passed down to me from. And you, know, you guys know how much I love my grandmother, but listen, she mm, mm-hmm. she has some crazy information that she gave me about these folks. Peace and blessings, Sister Loria. Thank you for joining us. Please join the conversation. Share the video. Share the link. Um, we appreciate your support always. Yes, we talk about. Um, all, all, all I was given was, you know, I was generally told to go into the system and just go get a good job. Right. That's all I was ever told. Oh, we'll get a good job. Keep your head down. Keep your head down. Don't make no waves. You know, just get, you know, don't make no fuss. Like, how does that, how does that work? How Mm -hmm. does that work in terms of a self identity conversation? How does that work? Right. Like not only how does it work, how, who's it working for? Cause it ain't working for you. And then you got people who are trying to, who are diluting the conversation about uh, African-centeredness because they don't want to bring no heat. But you don't get to the destination without having the hard conversations, Mm. the real conversations. In science, you have to actually go back to the root cause. This is why they say, who was patient X? Mm. Who was the first patient that had the thing? Or where did it derive from? Where did it derive from? Mm. This is basic science in all things it applies, except Mm. for this. This is a really big deal. I don't understand why we want to retard all the regular processes that we generally mm. use 
in every other system of circumstance except this. This is a we sor- historical that, phenomenon. Man, come on. We think that we're going to know. America is responsible for some of the most uh, the her most horrific atrocities mm-hmm. to man. Mm-hmm. And it, at this point, it's we're, we're supposedly in a space where we have a type of intelligence that allows us to process the fact that humanity is in trouble. This was bad. This was really bad. And the remnants of this, it wasn't that long ago. 1865 was yesterday. Mm-hmm. 1965 was yesterday. That's a that's a couple grandmas that was like, out. That was a hop, uh, like a few grandmas out. Like that was really close. <laughs> As a measuring stick, you know. And it's grandmas. and it's not okay for yeah. like literally we were literally talking about that. Like you want to measure that? I was your great 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 grandma three grandmothers ago, three or four for some of us four grandmothers ago. Right. You know so. You know, at the end of the day, you got to think about this, family. You got to really think about this because these folks are really, they, they raise up their families. And if you want to really get to the root cause of this conversation, you want to have a real conversation about it. Mm. Because this is about our future and our children. Right. We're not going to wipe this out. We're not going to poo-poo it. And let me tell you, excuse me, this is all ma- measured underneath your developmental developmental psych, sociology and social human behaviors, the, the timeline of your development. So whatever activism or whatever awakening you come to, unfortunately for me, I guess, I've been on journey, I've been on track for this consciousness and an elevated way of looking and insight types of way since very young in my life. Mm-hmm. So I didn't arrive here after spending 40 years of my life walking around in a can of hamster wheel. Right? But because I've chosen this route, there's been a number of different challenges in this space. Like I said, our matrix is not cultivating African genius. It's not. African people it's have difficulty difficulty without white folks' stamp of approval in acknowledging, seeing, and cultivating what's good in other Africans. That's mm. part of what comes out of a space where we are holding the space. Where we are holding the space. So many people, dead bones rise and opening up and breaking bondage. It's important for us to be able to do this so that we can continue to duplicate this space. We're going to have to be the ones to infuse that space, us, as a diaspora community, to pour in and to value Africans and to infuse and to cultivate the space that awakens the genius in us all. Mm. We have to do that. Mm. These were intentions. These were direct intentions from our conscious minds and this decision-making to do this because it's not out here. And yes, there's a lot of sickness, a lot of illness, a lot of different manifestations of how these things from white center consciousness arrive from our behavior. Taken, scarcity, gravity, Mm -hmm. insecurity, and all of these things. Lack. Lack and fear and, you know, worthiness. All of these things come out of that space. Because there aren't enough spaces that are cultivating, excuse me, African genius, specifically. And once you cultivate African genius, then what do you do with it? We just talked about you you can't be an uppity ass, you can't be too smart in these spaces where white folks is at. Because they don't recognize your intelligence. Mm -hmm. Because it's not by their metrics. Right. They're They're not built to process that information. The only process about what you what you're used to and what you, what, what 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 comes naturally to you. We Africa the African doesn't come naturally to to the, the white person, period. 
And that's not like a, a good or bad thing. It's just what is. Well, they so get how to can you that. right? So but but yeah, exactly. Be clear. You get to acknowledge that, right? Instead of trying to teach you from a person that you found in a book that was probably also not written by an African person. It wasn't. It was written, <laughs> it was written by, by European, an Austrian, a, a German, a, that thinks you know, have a, a, a Irish, a, a European, a French. Or a Carlinel. You know, a Pol- 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 Polish, you know, different scientists, Jewish, different scientists. I mean, Jewish is not a race, you know, whatever. But, you know, these are the scientists that are out here. Piaci, Gestalt, Young, Carl, uh, Lewis, um, Carl, Lewis, Carl. Carl Linnaeus. Carl Linnaeus. Um, these these are the scientists that are being referenced today, and how you know people are you know Nietzsche and um, all of these different types of philosophies and theories, Aristotle, uh, Socrates, and you know all Hermes, all of these different types of European scholars seeing through and processing through their lenses, mm-hmm. which is why we say to the African, anything you get from the Matrix, you have to synthesize it mm-hmm. because it's going to by default be. Insufficient for you to process African genius, because other than the shock value of oh my goodness, and they can do this, and this is amazing, because some of those writings and some of those letters from you know the 1600s, 1800s, or what have you, oh you know they were this, and it's just enamor, like yeah. they were enamored with Sarah Sarah Bartman when they took her and stuck her in a cage, when they were enamored by Oda Benga from the Congo and put him in a cage in the Bronx. In New York, in the Bronx, in the, mm, New York, in the Bronx, mm, in New York, mm. Otabanga in the in a zoo in the Bronx, in New York, right? Um, so they were enamored. So when that enamor happens, this is how they process what that looks like in terms of their inquisitive eyes. Wow, wow, you know. And it was really nothing. Otabanga was a freaking father. He had a family, and he was doing his thing, and he was out freaking hunting. That's what he do. He was chilling. That's what he does, right? And suddenly some folks showed up with guns and bayonets and whatever else they had and did what they did and, and leveled these people, with uh, Leopold and all of these guys. So we want to we wanna have a conversation about repetition because while African people have some bad behaviors and bad habits that are repetitious, we also have a whole lot of good behaviors and a good lot of good fire, a lot of good in direction, even if we don't know how to use it and what to do with it. We, it's still there. Because, you know, we make dead bones rise and we infuse and we cultivate and we groom up and we, you know, and folks just get up and just bloom out. It's just, it's a beautiful thing to see. Mm. It's a beautiful thing to see. The problem is it's not enough of it because it's not okay that they just finally met us and suddenly now all of a sudden they just can bloom. Situationally or what have you, that it's not until they come and share space with us. What happened the, all the, the decades before they met us? Right. What happens in the spaces and the social interactions and education and school and parenting and all these things before they met us? This is an issue. This is, this is what we get to look at from our community. I'm a solution-based thinker, so I make a lot of assessments about what doesn't work and what does work because I am consistently willing to look at what doesn't work, assess what I'm contributing, be clear that my intention of what I'm adding to the space is of purity and of value, Right? I'm clear about that. I'm not looking for you to stamp me and say, oh, you did good, or that's nice. Right, go ahead, you right. go, girl. Go ahead, girl. Yeah. Self-validated because my ancestors and the divine has reset so. Right? So I don't need that. And it's not a... It's not a guess. Right. It's not, you know, I'm trying to force myself to believe it and try to... 
Now I'm realizing that I'm looking out into the space and I'm seeing how the manifestations in response to African centered consciousness doesn't work for the African because it hasn't really been working for me. Hmm. And, and if the door is out there, I've knocked. I've been knocking and continue to knock. Right? So this is good information I want to share to be able to support the space so that you're clear about designing your own path, becoming the leader, mm. doing your own research, understanding how to sift through. Because for African people in this white center consciousness, it's always about race. Mm. Be careful about that colorful white language. Okay? It has a place, especially when you got to go to work. It has a place. But you better know within your heart, mind, and spirit, that's irrelevant. That's all to coddle white folks' fragility. Right. That's all it is for. It's to coddle them. They're in a learning curve, and they need to be in their learning curve. You need to step away and let them have their learning curve. Right. And listen, sis, don't be bossing up and trying to protect Karen. She's a grown-ass woman. I ain't seen nobody help that sister with those three kids up that stairs with the stroller. Mm. I want to have some sympathy for somebody. Reach your ass over there. Help that sister upstairs with the stroller. You over here caping for Karen. She grown. And she got a good insurance policy. And she making $300,000 on the job. If she need to call a therapist, she can get one. Let her work her shit out. I'm just saying. Period. Cause we got we got some issues and nobody listen some because uh, the sister made a post recently it's like listen she has she just mentioned something and they didn't they, they all turned around and jumped on her I've been that person what the hell are you coming for me for all I did was say X Y Z I ain't coming to cut nobody I'm not getting ready to judge nobody but you know who jumping on me you know who jumped on that sister the black folks and all she did was mention something about a space that's allegedly supposed to be diverse but what are you saying? You said that these folks are less than? How are you going to be a part of this space if this is how, your theory of thinking, which often happens with people with white center consciousness? This is how they think. This is a color. This is a space of color. If you're here in a space of color, which I don't know why white people find themselves in spaces of color. That's <laughs> African people. That's y'all's fucking problem. Because if it's a space specifically for black people, and there's a people of color conversation, and now you have, you know, a lot of, biracial and stuff. You got a lot of mixed things that's in this space. You got to keep those things really chiseled out. Mm -hmm. You got to be clear on that conversation. I'm because, just saying. Because especially when we, when the reason you're creating these spaces for yourself is a, is a long overdue conversation of self with black people. That's so right. We, so when we have the opportunity to create spaces for ourselves, we should be working responsibly to cultivate that energy in the space. That means no outside interference. That if, And if that means... No white people. That means no Asian people. That okay. means no Spanish people. That means no East Indian people. That means no anybody else. Then that's fucking okay because you get to have that time. Why? Because since integration, we've constantly allowed constantly allow ourselves to be freely moving through other spaces, right? Freely moving through other spaces and taking in the energy of other people all day, every day, and getting nothing out of the exchange. I'd say you're doing it for something. But you, you want to be clear that you're, when you talk about relationship, which is the, the type of basis that the African is built on, as far as like how we're dealing with we're very relational people. Very, mm -hmm, we tend to be mm -hmm, compassionate. Mm -hmm. we very, we, as, we, as history has shown, we tend to be very forgiving. Um, we're very emotion-based and relationship-based people, mm -hmm. right? Because everything else we give is like is, is in this, this brilliant space. So we're, gonna, right. we're offering spaces like, hey, come with us. 
right? No matter what it is, we're like, come with us. But not everybody outside of that is having that same conversation. Right. Which is why you see something like, for instance, you see the the, the burning and in, 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 in the riots of, of, of Tulsa, of Rosewood, mm. of, of, of the bombing of the move movement, of the, 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 the destruction of the Black Panther Party. Destruction, of, like of the of the of even in in a subtle sense, the wow. vandalism that happens within amidst these protests that are actually being agitated either by 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 white male agitators, white or, or women, um, or undercover cops, or things of that nature. Infiltrate. We don't. We have yet infiltra- coming back. We have yet to, and as a result of that, we've said you can come in, and this is what happens when we allow people to come in, because but, we, we we strive so hard because we try to get our own. We couldn't mm-hmm. because we weren't left to be. And now we're just like, F it, just, just come on in. And now we can't even close that door anymore because it's been broken off. And now we ha- we constantly have these spaces. We can't even go back to creating a space to speak to our brother and sister around what's happening. Well, they don't want that to happen because anxiety among white folks is, first of all, FOMO, fear of being left out. Mm-hmm. Second of all, they there's some looming reality that they believe that if black folks get the upper leg that they're going to behave the same way that they behave towards no. us and that's first a of all no, and at, the end of the day, at the end of the day white people know good and well because they studied us very well they have labs with hundreds and hundreds of, trust me all of the diabolical cluster muck that's out here that these hmm, folks created and put into the space was intentional by design, by social design, leaning into human behavior, add a little bit of this, all of these different diverse communities and people, all of those things so that you can't have a straight conversation or all added to the space. Mm. They've studied you thoroughly. They know full well that African people are not going out here and cutting Af- white folks' heads off and putting them on no stake, okay? We're not going to send you out, you know what, y'all? We're going to give y'all all $1,000, come back with white folks' heads like they did with the indigenous Indians. Mm. Go scalp them and we'll give you 30 pieces of silver. That's not going to be us. We know They know that. They know that. So that nervous energy that they're having, that's their conversation. It is entirely their conversation. Yeah. So they should have it. So the moment we And they have it. therapy and all that stuff that they can work out. Mm-hmm. Like have a real conversation. They don't want to have a real conversation. And that's why they should have a space for a person with the African-centered consciousness, you know, just for whatever random reason, I would be willing to have it be a conversation that I curate and, and help you walk through that space and catch you up. Scoot you through the door a little bit. Catch you up a little bit, because you're late. <laughs> you're late. Got to take one for the team sometimes, but we need you're our late. spaces also. But also, I don't want white folks coming into African spaces and bogarting and throwing their bows in spaces with people of color and African folks and now all of a sudden Karen is crying and boo-hooing right. and Karen is alarmed and, you know, she out here trying to get her voice heard. And now you take it up space and now you've actually inadvertently made it about you. Made it about you and the focus is off the issue. And let me tell you something. 99.99999% of the time that happens. 99% of the time, 0.9999. I've seen it. It's like clockwork. You can watch it. Okay. Hold on. There it is. There you go. There you go. Somebody get Rob. Somebody get Bob. Y'all walk Bob outside because we got to keep going. I'm just saying. And the thing is we have to be unapologetic about about doing that. So it, it in the instance, it does happen. And Bob starts going off on the road. It's going to happen. But why can't I be in the space? Why is, it, is, it, is, it, why is it inclusive? Why aren't you being inclusive of us, of us all being in the space? We all get to heal. And Bob, I want to be a better white person. Cool. Do it okay. outside, Bob. It's not about you right now. 
<laughs> this is about us. We need to actually look at our circumstance and our, our human condition and see what the fuck is up with us so we can better handle it with us because everyone else gets to handle their 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 stuff with them. And they're doing it. But and, and out of the public space. That's another problem that we, we tend to deal with is that we handle our quote unquote dirty laundry or however you want to say it. it out. Well, we air it out with everyone else that doesn't because need to we have, don't have any have type of license over that. We don't have institutions yeah. That we have, and anytime you see that, you got folks, white folks, put you on some kind of list that says that you're a nationalist or socialist or, yeah, uh, or communist or something like this, which is the same thing that they did with the Black Panthers. Were no white folks at the Black Panther Party rallies. It wasn't happening. They wasn't having it. They didn't have white folks marching with them in uniform and making their presence known. Like I said, I will have. Those, you know, ain't giving a fuck ass coalition everywhere <laughs> because we need our own security company. Listen, we're doing it in Africa. <laughs> we're not white people. It don't have to be a security enforcement agency, undercover cop, whatever, whatever, whatever stamp you want to put on it or badge, whatever you. They ain't giving a fuck. National ain't giving a fuck coalition. Yeah, they need to be in every city providing security for African people because we're doing that shit African style. I'm not waiting for these folks to give us a, a flag and say, yeah, y'all go ahead and do y'all thing. Right. It realized it's, it's other communities that have their own ambulance service, own police services right. only. They have all their own stuff. They're doing their own things. And realize they're playing their part in what the liberation movement looks like, right? Because revolution. I saw a comment. Some some dude was like, "Black brother was like, oh, this is not the way." On and looking at the, the, the looking the, like the a not, simpleton, the, the not fucking around coalition. Mm. <laughs> what you said? The not ain't fucking around. <laughs> I, excuse me, forgive me for getting the name wrong. It's whatever. It's but I'm here for it, being African and right. with our essential energy on but, it. So if that's what it's what they call it, I'm here for that. They're but, ex-military. They're formally right, trained. Exactly. And that's what, that's what I was. That's what I was getting to. Was that so? It ain't know, no. That, it ain't no crunchy stuff over there. We we need to really be like really nuanced and critical in our understanding. Critical thinking has gone out the fucking door. Yeah. So we need to be critical in our understanding because you do if, to look at them doing what they're doing and it mm-hmm. means a protection of people because they were responding to the threat of white of Ku Klux Klan men that were going to be in rallying in the space that they that they mm-hmm. went to and they were they were served as a means of produ- of, of production of protection mm-hmm. of production of protection of protection um for bl- for black people in black spaces even if that means scaring these people out of their congregations area I could kill because, us. Enu- because enough is enough right so we can't sit here and look at it as um, it, it's not the way. Yeah, it is a way. It's one of many ways we can take because, and his response was like, "Oh, it's about we better we, the way to fight hate is to be good." Yeah, what? we've done good enough. We've done good to the fucking hilt. We've forgiven. We've done goodness. We've done yeah, kindness. That's not we've done help. inclusion. White people, we've done white everything. People, and guess white what? Matrix We're still getting killed. It's sick. It needs beaten. help. We're still getting low wages. Period. We're still getting redlined. And it all, all of it is the same thing. We're still in slavery by a, a different name. Elijah so, McClain, no. you couldn't get no good in him. Listen, come on now. He was good. He was as good as they come with his sweet self. Out here playing violins for the kittens in the, okay. in the shelter. Like, come on. You can't get you no know. better than him. He said, I'm so sorry. I forgive you. He apologized I, 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 for Forgive them, me. Forgive me. Anything. I didn't do nothing. Forgive me. I love you guys. You guys are great. Like, he's literally, these are his last words that his mother gets to hear. He's 23 years old. You don't get no better than that. So there's no good that you can be because there's no respect poli- respectability politics mm-hmm. available to allow the African to escape reasoning with 
white center consciousness. There ain't no just goodness. It ain't no just compliance. It ain't no putting on no suits. None, None of, of that. that is going to change the fact that you're still a black person. Period. Well, to because them, white center consciousness has criminalized brown skin. Period. No matter what the skin is, you can be in a fucking clown suit on your way to go help kids. You will, your ass will be put there. That was a video the other that I saw earlier of of a man that was in a parking lot. One on top of the thing. He was the wrong guy. But he's in the parking lot. The cops tell him to put your hands up. He's like this, ready. It was like automatic. Like he knew it was up because he knows the, the nature of what's going on in society. He has his hands up standing in the parking lot. The cop comes, one of the cops comes around him. Put this down. One of the cops comes around him and drop and drop kicks him in the back. For what? He did what you asked him to do. Oscar Grant was shot in handcuffs on his knees. I want you to just remember, you know, we got to keep, we got to keep our answers, Ashay. We got to keep them, the blood of the innocent, with us every day. Because you know what? They was, they was taken from us and it wasn't right. Unjustly. So you got to call their names out and you tell their stories. You know, I've read the Red Diaries, Ida B. Wells. You might want to get into that. Mm. See, that was it for me. That was the spot. That was a very pivotal shifting moment for me when I was able to connect with that, my ancestor and the trauma, the intergenerational trauma that I had from coming from my ancestors. So today we get to keep our innocent blood and we need to call their names out, mm. okay? So there is no nothing that you could possibly do. White people, and I'm not talking about John and Jane Q, public white person. You gotta get out of that temptation to see the smoke and mirrors that you're dealing with one-on-one. One-on-one people can be good, but we're not talking about one-on-one. Talking we're talking about a system of white supremacy exactly. that oppresses right. African people. There. And, so, and you know what? Some of these one-on-one interactions that you're having with everyday white people, they're contributing to that system. So if you're not holding space, they'll never know what's happening. Because black people have been in these spaces with white folks. They always have a token black somewhere in there. Very rarely is the black person in a position to actually create systemic change, but they got you there somewhere. They always check in with you. How things look over here? Now you taking a risk, you know, you better ask some folks, you know, you sure you want to hear, I mean, cause you know, I got some, you want to, you know what I mean? Cause I mean, yeah. right. And then unfortunately, because we're living in this space, you end up having to put your whole conversation out there on, on, and, and African people, I realize that we don't know how to have this conversation. Mm. We don't know the words to say, to open the space for discussion. You go, because you know, like the idea said, the worst place that African person can be is in white folks head. Mm. You know, white folks' filters are very different from black people. The moment that they hear any weirdness, instead of asking questions, they start to arrive to their own understanding. Ask me questions, because mm. I guarantee you, you misunderstood me. Mm. Like I tell African people, if you out here fighting with white folks, you ain't start this fight, because this is not about man-on-man combat. This is about systemic racism. Right. This is about legality and systems of oppression. This is about re-educating yourself and having textbooks and looking at the trajectory of where you need to place yourself so that you can be in the balance. Mm -hmm. Where can you infuse yourself and energy so that you can be the difference that's different? Mm -hmm. They've infiltrated all of our spaces. All of them. Everywhere we go. We can't even have a black freaking circle of healing for black women without white women feeling like they're entitled if they got black kids or if they married to a black man, they're somewhere in the space feeling entitled. No, I'm sorry. White center consciousness and white supremacy doesn't allow you to be in this space with us. If you want to learn about this space, you need to create a space 
you need to be the author of that space. In your space. And invite black people to participate. Don't come and bogart spaces that African people have created for their healing and feel that you need to be a part of those spaces. If your intention is inside of the healing of that space, you need to take your time, money, and energy over there in spaces with people like you and invite support. Period. That's how you do that. Don't True. come over here and take up space because you do it and it always ends up being you taking up too much room. I truly hope um, things change and get better. I pray for peace between people and it is heartbreaking and everything is happening. Yeah, we, we, we do. We do. Yes, yeah, Sister Maris, we appreciate you. This is what we do. Well, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. This is not, I mean, we can pray. Hun, listen, we've been praying. We've been praying. We've been praying. We've been African hoping. folks is some praying <laughs> ass folks. You heard? Yeah. But right now, this is about action. What are you doing? Where are you being? Where is your voice being heard? You have to be in action to contribute to lay bricks. That's what. That's how things change. Things don't change by prayer. Faith without works is dead. You have to be in action. Period. You cannot just go to church and just be in service at Sunday school at your church. You actually have to get out there and be in the business of creating change. That's the only Absolutely. way it happens since. You're not the only one. I'm just having this. I'm just saying this to you. Right, because it, like, that's a common conversation. It's a common, common conversation. And we, and we, we're clear on what the, that, that thought process is, but we, we need to take it to the next level. We need to be mindful of taking it to the next level. Of like, okay, what does that look like in action? Because we can pray for what we what we want, and then we got to go act on it. Because, you know, within that, Faith that without action, works is dead. You got to exactly. do something. Exactly. And we got to remain focused. You got to distract them with these conversations. Karma. You know? every, act, every action creates an equal and opposite reaction. Right? Yeah. You know, uh, what do you call it? What? You know, react karmic energy, things moving. There's, you have to keep yeah. things in move. Things, objects in motion tend to stay in motion. You got to create this science of the per- faith without works is dead. Right. You got to do something to get something. Right. You put something in, you get something out. Right. That's the divine metrics. I'm not talking about systemic racism because we don't, we don't live in a, a meritocratic space. You can do a whole lot of shit and still not get nothing. Yeah, that's for right? sure. Especially being an African. Oh, you person. think you're getting something and they can be taking a blink of an eye the moment you make a mistake. Well, step. ask Bill Cosby all about Cole, it. Cole, like step into what it, Ask identity. OJ all about it. I'm sure they know. They did a whole lot of tap dancing and OJ did a whole lot of cooning for his life. Trust me. And they sure enough put his ass over there and threw away the key. So, I mean, African, like we got a lot of work to do. And we got a lot of work. I mean, I, we just want to really just be with the whole conversation of having a powerful African-centered conversation and making it and making it clear. And making yeah. it a clear conversation of what's next for us. We have to be clear. And we have to stay focused. You know, in, <laughs> on the, 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 in the micro conversations I have, like, I had to just stop. Like, in having these conversations online, I, had, I just resorted to reporting white folks that be talking shit. I'm like, oh, you don't even respond to me. This conversation was about you. I'm gonna, I'll just report, keep it moving. That's I won't, Robert, I won't that's even, Karen. I won't, even, I won't even acknowledge that you existed on this comment. Report you, comment going, move on, I'm talking to who I'm talking to, right? And so that, what does that look like in our physical space? That means you have to make sure that you can be like, ah, no matter who it is, like, no, I'm having this conversation, this is for us. You wanna learn about it? Go then move, learn about it, you need to be quiet and learn about it. We got, we got something we gotta work If out. you wanna hear, hear. But you're not gonna be over here disrupting the space. And this, these are everyday one-on-one white folks who, you know, the, the sister, oh, she wrote the book, White Fragility. She said the worst person for black folks is a liberal white person. Mm. Liberal white people are the worst for African people because they think they got it. 
Right. And her her reality is if you think you got it, you you are worse because you ain't got it. White yeah. people have to leave an heir. First of all, African people are having difficulty understanding the even though it's happening to them. <laughs> it's actually happening. Heaping coal on their heads every single day. They still are kind of still stuck in the symptoms of these things. They're still stuck in the symptoms. White people forget about it. Forget about it. You could only look at this thing for the most part. Listen, our organism needs clothing, food, shelter, and safety. Mm-hmm. And what you can try to work with that, you can try to work with that. But this the epigenetic trauma goes way deeper. And white people being in spaces where African people are trying to heal is a trigger to use white folks' colorful language. Right. You, it you is a trigger. Maybe not you specifically. Not them specifically, and they don't want to own that. But see, right. black people have it's to, where, no matter wherever they are, black people are being attacked based on whatever is created for the African community as a whole. Right. All black people. I, when I was in Tennessee, I was a representative for African America. Right. I, I, I didn't mean to. I didn't do it. But I obviously <laughs> was the representative designated by the white people. Well, so I you're the president of African America. Why don't you just tell us about your African people? Yeah, I was the. That's what happened. I've and I've had black. I had to talk them down. Like, oh, let me represent for all black people, especially the ones who think that they've arrived, yeah. the ones who think they elevated. They've they've created some space of, you know, something for themselves that they don't want to have to represent all black people. I don't want. I, I don't want to be a color like Raven Simone's simple ass. I don't want to be a color. I want to be a human. Yeah, yeah, that's cute. Hopefully, we'll get there one day. But as of today, your ass is black. And that's what you're being judged and period. Based on. Despite Martha and let me Luther tell King's you, with all the clowning that she does, she sure enough act like a black person. But y'all can have her, cause you know I'm just so I'm so over Raven Simone. You oh, heard Candace like she's Owens. To shape, she's like she's trying to shape up. I don't know. We'll see. Or maybe she got maybe somebody talking she's to her. To look, or something. She's starting to look like she's not going through a crisis anymore. Maybe she might have had a coach or something. I hope she found her a coach. Bless us all, people. Hope she you got know, her a Pan African coach to get her life together. You step into your healing, you can step back in the space and let's let's work it out. But until then, keep yeah. Well, she got to she got to do a lot of work because uh, she <laughs> she crossed some lines that you gonna have to you gonna have to go through a rice of passage to get back over here. Sister Damaris says, if you're not a person of color, you really can't truly relate because it's deeper than what people assume. Right. And it's deep, listen, it's even deeper than what we say. Mm-hmm. We don't even talk about half of the stuff that's wrong with us because we don't want white folks to feel funny. We, it was it, The fact that it's cultivated into the metrics when of black people. When you are feeling funny every day. Exactly. You feeling <laughs> like, funny every day. You, you under anxiety funny. every day. That but you know something? Trip. You better figure out how you're worthy and how you don't need nobody's cold, you know, stamp of approval to tell you do this or to do that. You better figure that out. Listen, family, we got work to do. It's us. It's we all we got, family. We, we, we all we got. And we need that narrative, and we need to discuss that whole conversation. And listen, white folks getting their feelings, you need to tell them, listen, let me tell you something. I respect you, and I feel for you. But I'm here to tell you I feel for me, and I'm right now my Lord. heart is grieving for... Amani Kildre and Elijah McClain. I'm and having Brianna and Taylor, Brianna Taylor. Still need like my heart is grieving. Duron Small, um, George Sandra Bland, Amon George Aubrey. Floyd. Like I got stuff going folks. on right now. Malcolm X, Fannie Lou Hamer. Still okay. Still deserves Emmett justice. Till. His still mama had an open casket. Mama Till passed away recently, about two years ago, I believe. Mm-hmm. Made me tell. She did? Made me tell. Come on. I think it was oh. two, maybe two, maybe three years ago. So, 
Um, yeah. All right, so that's where I'm at with that. I'm not I'm not mildly concerned mm. with what you got going on in terms of your sentimentalness. You got some sentimental shit, go talk to your therapist. Because I'm not here for therapy. I'm here for the part when you're ready to get to work and do stuff. Mm. I'm here for that. Because I got to dry all these tears over here, and I got to carry my own bucket of fucking tears. Mm-hmm. Sorry, family. It is what it is. We're here for the human family, but we got a lot of work to do on this social landscape. There's a lot of that's broken on this social landscape. And it's not to discount anybody's suffering. And we're not going to sit here and compare scars. Yeah, but right pro- now, there's not Olympics. enough. This is a basic cost-benefit analysis. What is the cost or benefit of me sitting here with Karen and poo-pooing her tears? Then I got to go over here and use my energy that's limited and resources that's limited and go over here and deal with this 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 segment of people that I can get in touch with. Karen got resources and coin and she got people that will back her up. Even if she broke, just being white is enough for her. She can go over there and somebody will come in there and support her if she asks the right way. I can't be sure of the same. So I need to make sure that I calculate specifically how I'm going to espouse my circumstances. Mm. That's just reasonable and educated thinking. So don't have them tricking you to believe that you shouldn't. Uh, <laughs> or you racist for thinking black or that black people should. Da, 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 da. Like, they got a whole lot of stuff white folks be trying to convict you and intimidate you with. You better stand up. Don't fall for that. Don't fall for that. That's trickery. They don't know what they're talking about. I don't care how strong they're coming. They be strong and they be dead ass wrong. Okay, you can be strong and wrong. You African. These things been happening to you and your people. You are the authority in this space. Okay. I'm feeling bad for our sister Karen and she has to deal with her name being said that. Shout out to our sister Karen. Girl, oh, yeah, sister Karen here? Ah! But she's not in here, but like, I Oh, know, she, she ain't here. Yeah, we're you know, sister we, Karen. We ain't talking about you, sister Karen. We ain't talking about you, beloved. We, the Karen is a fortunate well, well, it used to be Becky. You know, it used to be Becky with the good Somehow hair. Somehow turned into Karen. Now it turned into Karen. I don't know where Karen came from, but it's a thing now. Sister Damara says, to be honest, all of this that is going on is heartbreaking, but it will get better. There are so many folks really working to get the change needed done, and that's real. Yeah, we got to recognize that there's all, there are folks doing it. We were talking about that again with the whole black on black crime stuff. Like, there's people that are actually doing work on the ground to Trust work me, on we working. We, we on the working, ground. We know. That's why we and we've been here. We're clear on those people. We, 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 we've been with <laughs> We've been people. here, yeah. And the, we've been on the ground. For years. Long and before it was, the, the, you know, the, the lights and cameras and all of that stuff. Before that was cute. We've been Come out on. here doing this work. And I know here. I have. You know, so it's, it's people doing the work. We got to recognize that for ourselves, first and foremost. Um, and, and, and if we can trust it, we'll be okay by stepping into ourselves. Then, yeah, we'll be okay. But until then, we keep harboring the fear that these folks did stay putting on us. Then we, 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 right. are, we are at a loss for our progression. So we got we to gotta own and trust in our, our power and our, our, the fact that we do have power. Um, because if you look at the global landscape of culture, we we dominate culture in the sense of the growth of culture mm-hmm. across the globe from our style to our music to our rhythm to the way we talk to to how people want to aesthetically look especially the, our women we want culture we just have to see it we have to see it in the sense of be empowered by how beautiful we actually are and that we get to heal in this space and not and and not be victims of this matrix any longer so that's right. Not be victims. You have yeah. been victimized, but you don't have to be a victim. Boom, there it is. And somebody did it. You know, so 
you know, white folks in their, in their feelings, they could, you know, they got to work that out. Like, they, you seriously need to tell them they have to work it out. And in terms of working, what that looks like in the working landscape, you know, you get to be the person to say, listen, well, you know, this works and this doesn't really work. This is effective and this isn't effective. Mm-hmm. This is a kind of policy or a kind of thing that we can introduce to the space that would actually create a meaningful and authentic result. Like, we're not here. Like, I put on there, stop painting the damn streets. We don't give a shit about no freaking art project. This ain't, this ain't art class. Knock it off. Because then now when these fools want to paint over it, now you got to waste time going back to fix it. To you fight can actually be going, or fix it. Work on something else. Use that money, because I know they raised some money to go out there and do that. Take that money to the school. Open up a dojo for our kids. Self-defense. Like, it's stuff you can do that can help our children. No, but you know, like, white folks don't really like to put things in African people's hands that will support them supporting themselves. Outside White the people system. have been supporting, we've been creating a space where we, the things we do offer the space. Right, we're cultivating dependency on the system. On the system, like we don't, they don't want, they haven't created spaces for us to create things that specifically help ourselves. Mm. Because they also wanna be able to turn the faucet on and off. Right. See, and that is a lot to do with white center consciousness. You gotta be in stuff, you gotta be running things. Who said you was that person? First of all, you need to go work that out. This God complex that white-centered consciousness has. Mm-hmm. That you got to run everything and you got to say so. That's not your place. You're not God. And you don't have the right to hold those reins. Yeah. Every organism has a right to self-preservation. And something like a dojo in the African community for the kids that's in the school or free. Right? Capuera. Mm-hmm. Being taught by an African to African children in every single elementary school. Mm-hmm. Starting with, because we don't really need police, but right now we need not giving a damn fuck as coalition <laughs> because we got to defend ourselves against the government that's been attacking us. Oh, but man. And we also get to infuse the honor system back into the African community. Mm. And we can start to instill that behavior from pre-K, kindergarten. And we can make it a part of our school's curriculums. Mm. Like, don't try to play us. Because right now they might be trying to switch up the education system and have everybody doing homeschool now. Which might be good, kind of, sort of. But really? How? Well, we're going to give you a check if your child stays home and you educate them. But what happens when that child doesn't have all that it needs when it gets to 12th grade and has to go into the social landscape for 20 years? Absolutely. What kind of job is that child going to have? What kind of job? What's happening with the... The landscape right now, because me as a parent, I can't teach my son coding right now. <laughs> right now, what's happening in that? But see, it sounds good to some people, but when you look at the long term, with that trickery conversation that white metrics, white center consciousness presents to you, yeah, we can homeschool our kids, but what are we preparing them for? The education system wasn't preparing them for shit neither. It was preparing them for jail. Now, what are we going to do to create the space? If we're going to work in the matrix, we need to consider that. If we're creating our own nation building, now that's a different story for us. But we got to make that determination because we can't have these folks driving because they've been driving. Watch out, family. Absolutely. Peace and blessings, family. Peace and blessings, family. So we thank y'all for joining us in. Oh, this is Damaris. Damaris says, uh, wow, I wish y'all could hear me talking through the screen to you guys because I'm just so hyped. Yeah, so right. Listen, we know we try to keep the energy hyped, Damaris. We appreciate we you being hyped. Um, we, it means, you know, it, it means it's it's something that gets through and, and we appreciate you taking it in um, and sharing in it, right? So we appreciate you. Uh, peace and blessings to you, sister. 
Um, so this is Sound Bites International Radio. Black consciousness to claim the world is the aim. Um, and we thank everybody that was, that was joining us in the comments. Yes. Maris, um, Sister Loria. Oh, man. Um, thank everybody for joining us. Shout out Brian from Brazil. Appreciate you. Okay, Brian from Brazil. Brazil love. Woo-hoo, coming through. Um, we hope you enjoyed the, the, the broadcast. If you found value in it, please please share it with your, with your people's dem. Um, and, and let's continue these conversations offline. Um, and continuing up until the next show and up until the next show and until beyond until the, until the show um, isn't any more needed because the idea well, the idea is to well uh, there will always be a need for us to come in and have a conversation <laughs> with the family you know, but you know we would I like mean. to change the like, subject matter right. and have it be about you know funky good time all the time family Absolutely. but yeah we, we we got some resilience we strong we could Absolutely. we can do what we got to do for ourselves we ain't afraid we ain't scared of no goats out here absolutely so again i'm here called nefera it's nefera to monty ra just remember you can follow us on instagram um at soundbites international radio yes uh, we are available there uh, again if you do find value in our, our broadcast and what we share as an independent um black owned organ um uh, operation uh, we, we we do appreciate any support and contribution to our sustainability so we shout do have a cow shout out to Academy for Absolutely. giving donations shout out to Academy for um, for donations there's been Absolutely. so many people who have given donations Carol Brother Norman oh, I believe. Gosh, um, thank yes. everyone so much so that's been many. giving. Yes, we've been um, giving. Appreciate so you guys. Thank you. you. Yes, always. absolutely. So that's you gotta awesome. you can you can feel free, whatever you choose, it's up to you, it's fine. Um but just know that it is available if you'd like to you know provide support. Um Sound Bites Radio on, on Cash App. You can also go to our website at uh this is soundbites uh, dot com and there's a contribute button there and you can also uh, click on our um, our Spotify and Apple Podcast links so you can go stream our past episodes on um, on the go with Apple Podcasts and um, Spotify. Make sure you leave those reviews and five stars and all that five and all that. Five stars. Um, so one love. Sound by National. Please stick with us, family. One love. Peace and blessings. Keep it tight. Stick with us. Can do everything right and still be killed for Lando Castell. Even off duty, get shot by the law, Deron Small. Shoot you and your baby when they aim Corinne Gaines. Forget everyone they are hurting, they'll drag your name out in Sterling. Black Lives Matter, don't kill me twice. Don't shoot me dead and then assassinate my character. Black America is after you. Your hatred has brought us back together. I ain't even mad at you. Spade spade, man, they playing our black faces. Red hand is the dirty dealings of the devil. Our hands is lacking aces. Hell been on the fold, but truth be told, the king backs our graces. Lo and behold, we too bold to be packed on slave ships. Examine the history, it's around the mystery machine. We in the front of the monsters, been among us since the initial scene. Redefine the story, y'all cannot. We move like organized, so in off the docks like I cannot. Amen. Pray that we stop. We are the light, dark dwellers, the worship scarface of good fellas. The symbols are assembled to be assimilable. So don't fall victim to subliminals or reinstituted rituals. Parade is biblical, yes, they killing you. Your pill is blue, the ill is you. Stay sleep, they still pull it, the bullets from deep to a root. The real is you. Extreme Rider, I be a max, climb mountains like MLK, won't stop to the war of my people that rest. Black lives matter, don't kill me twice, don't shoot me dead, and then assassinate my character. Black America is after you. Your hatred has brought us back together. I ain't even mad at you. In unison, if we walk together, we'll be a centipede. A hundred feet, these boots were made for walking up a better street. Who's a peon? You are. Let me walk the dog. He was playing God, and we went right along. On our minds, they declared war. We remember who we are now. They picking us off. Don't ignore it until it shuts out. I don't wish taking that loss on anyone. You can't bounce back. So where you stand and fight? Because the revolution has a soundtrack. You know I'm right. No toy guns for your sons. You can't allow that. Nah, not after the way they did to me Rice a while back. How do 
you say, son, you can't always do what your white friends do. Like never reach an announced around cops, they might paint you as a villain and justify your killing. Don't never underestimate the hatred, thinking that they don't have it in them. We close our eyes and listen, identify with the rhythm, march to the drum, hum, and then sing out with conviction. Black lives matter. Don't kill me twice. Don't shoot me dead and then assassinate my character. Black America is after you. Your hatred has brought us back together. I ain't even mad at you. I should be, though. Looking out my window and it looked like 1960. Would this be the day a pig tell his dog to get me? Man, it has to be the mentality. Make the mistake of thinking you're exempt or safe and be renamed a casualty. I face reality. I couldn't press record, stand idle, and watch a brother die in agony. I don't know who to blame no more. The police or the cameraman. Hell, I I still don't know what happened to Sandra Bland. They damning the plan with every man that is killed. Sister gets executed, another youth's blood is spilled. Philando out in a jail run in one week, are you kidding? Bloody shame to have no name since this rhyme was first written. It's sickening, no longer enough to continue the picketing. They just killing more niggas, they snickering, no more bickering. The revolution's live, black power times one trillion. Black Wall Street sucking dry, this is only the beginning. Black lives matter, don't kill me twice. Don't shoot me dead and then assassinate my character. Black America is after you. Your hatred has brought us back together. I ain't even mad at you.